Welcome back to this Red Wings edition of the Great Lakes Sports Podcast. We are your hosts, Kyle and Tobin. Um, today we're going to get to uh, what happened in December with the Red Wings. A 5-9-1 record is not going to cut it. Um, we're going to discuss kind of what the issues were with each position group, uh, maybe some possible solutions. You never know. Uh, we are going to point out the positives, though. We're going to at least try to. Um, and then we're going to look ahead to January as well and see what they got coming up, see if they can bounce back. Uh, Tobin, it's good to see you, brother. Happy New Year. What's going on? Happy New Year, buddy. All right. You let's get. Oh, I'm, I'm hanging, dude. I'm chilling. I am not having fun watching the Red Wings right now, though. But no. hopefully a new year means new resolutions, means a new team from what we saw in December. Yeah. I hear you, man. I mean, it was a tough. It was a tough December to get through, but we we're we're through it. The new month, yeah. man. And They're I through think, it. I, think I see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're finally, yeah, getting back to where we were. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think I'm seeing that too. Because I mean, if you think about it, dealt with a lot of injuries in December. Um, to touch on the first point, I mean, the deal that was going on with the team was there were guys missing time. Through injuries, Perron got suspended, whatever it was. A lot of key guys at a lot of different positions got injured in the month of December. Um, and maybe that light at the end of the tunnel that you were talking about, they're kind of starting to get healthy. We need Huso to come back. Um, Valeno was dinged up, I think, last game or a game or two. So still dealing with some of it, but definitely not as bad as it was before. Um, so in- injuries were a big cause of that 5-9-1 and one record. Um, guys missing time and Hopefully we can get healthy here in January and kind of turn things up a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, we uh, it's almost like the injuries sucked because we were missing some key guys in our lineup, but it also made us soft. I thought a lot of our games after like the San Jose game, after the Senators game, when it was really physical, we're blowing leads. It just like it. We kind of started playing really soft in the puck. We weren't going going. We weren't going hard in puck battles. We weren't going hard in the corners. weren't winning foot races. Forecheck wasn't there. We were getting pummeled. It just it just did not look good. Yeah, it looks like the you know the injuries happened to a lot of guys and just kind of you know hampered the whole team. You know, you think about how they respond from injuries. The, the lines start shuffling. You know, we talked about that um, a couple podcasts ago. Was that chemistry wasn't there? Kind of was leading to some hesitant play, as you mentioned. They weren't they weren't as aggressive nearly. Um, even if you just take the last game against Boston into consideration, they played a lot more aggressive. Um, you know, they were moving a lot more in the offensive zone. D zone had a couple of miscues. Um, that one goal from the high slot guy was left alone. You can't have that. But then you also had, um, you know, puck bounces off of a Red Wings defenseman skate and kind of redirects through the five hole. So. They played yeah. a lot better, though. They looked a lot better. They outshot them. They won the face-off circle. Um, they they looked a lot better. They held them to 24 shots against Boston. That's that's kind of what you want to see. Pretty good. Um, I think having the quality opponent to kind of raise the play a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about the glaring glaring uh, downside to this month of December was the entire defense as a whole. I mean, you can throw goalies in there too, but. Yeah, it seemed like it was a lot of lot of defensive errors, a lot of defensive miscues. I mean, goalies weren't helping anybody out. Not, no, you know that was obvious. But I mean, like for example, you got Cider and Wallman. They're kind of having a tough year, but you got to take it with a grain of salt too, and some perspective. 
those guys they're out there with they they're out there with the toughest matchups each and every night. Cider's up about 24 minutes of ice time per game, 23-24. Um and that's yeah. way higher than even dog, the second line defense. Dog, for sure. They have we don't have depth that defense. We don't have um we don't have that defensive defenseman that's an older guy, some veterancy. He's not we don't really have a guy that's a role model for these guys. We have a lot of offensive defensemen and it's great at times. But when you have a goalie that can't bail you out of any games, Lion can't who's well Lion maybe. He hasn't really proven himself yet though. Huso has not bailed us out yet. Reimer has not bailed us out. You would love to see them get one or two big saves, like on a breakaway, on a two-on-one. But they get lit up, man. If we make a mistake, it's going to end up in the back of our net. And that's just yeah. it's just the reality of it right now until someone figures it out. And you never know. It can always happen. One of our goalies can get hot. I don't think it's going to be Reimer. I think once Huso comes back, it's going to be mainly Lion and Huso rotating. And I would I like that better. Yeah. But our defense need to be able to stop turning pucks over at the blue line, stop getting caught pinching, stop getting caught being aggressive. Like we get caught way too much. And we have no one back. I mean rushes, breakaways, a lot of it. We're getting stuck in our zone from throwing a puck away. And it's game after game. It's not just here and there. It's almost every single game and it hurts us bad. Yeah, defensive zone, um, you know, assignments have been blown left and right. It seems like um, there's leaving the slot open a lot of times. Like that's the gla- that's the glaring one where you're you're seeing a, a Boston Bruin or you know a whoever sitting in the middle of the ice right in front yeah. of the goaltender. I mean, you want your goalie to bail you out every now and then, but when you let up things like that, it's pretty consistent too. Especially this past month, you see it left and right each game. Um, I think that stems from a lot of the line shuffling going on due to some injuries, but you got some guys back. Uh, you got to find, you got to find your six. You got to find your staple six, the six guys on defense that are going to, that are going to trot out there each night. Um, I think that, you know, that can help guys build confidence. I think Cider and Wallman, you know, kind of, you know, kind of spread the wealth a little bit on defense. Let Sherratt have a little more ice time. I think he's done, you know, pretty well for the most part. Um, I think you can get these guys that are behind them who haven't been playing well, uh, as you mentioned, and I totally agree. Get those guys that are behind them some ice time, some time to develop together, make it consistent, have the same two pairs each night, Uh, get the pressure off of Cider and Wallman because they're going out there for 22, 23, 24 minutes on ice per game. And majority of that time is against the opposing team's number one line. Um, Or if they trot out there on the penalty kill, it's against, you know, the best five that they got essentially on uh, the opposing team's power play. So I think on defense, you got to start establishing that consistency with the six guys you're going to skate out there each night. Um, allow those guys to get that line chemistry, as I said. Because, um, I mean, we need the goaltender play, as you as you alluded to, but, man, the defense has not helped, helped at all. Um, I think maybe that's a possible solution to spread the wealth a little bit on defense. So, um, yeah. I, I like yeah. I like how we brought up Edvinson for a couple of games. Yeah, I, yeah. I wish we could keep him up, honestly, at this point. We don't have a solid six defenseman, like you said. Yeah. We have Wallman and Sider doing most of the work. They're not perfect, but that's okay. You you want 
a second line at least of defensemen that can be solid and consistent. We don't really have that. We have some guys that have been stepping up like Sherratt, and it's great to see. But, I mean, why not keep Edvidson up, get him some playing time, at least scratch him, have him practice with the team, play with the team. He's doing well in Grand Rapids. He's one of the yeah. um, leaders. He's definitely the leader on defense there, and it's great to see. I get that they want to develop him, but right now we need defensemen. Why not give a guy a chance that's young, let him develop in the league, and you never know. He and By the time uh, March comes around, he could be a stud if you just yeah. let him develop with the guys. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think you you weren't alone either with a lot of Red Wings fans. Um, they, they, they were pumped when Edvinson got called up. And, you know, getting called up, he was up for two games, I think, around the holiday break. Yep. And then they sent him right back down. I mean, that's just not going to do anything for his development. I get you have these veteran guys who you may be paying more money to. Um, but, I mean, look what Sider did. You know, he instantly got drafted. and He was kind of just in the rotation. And now he's developed into one of your – he's playing yeah. the most minutes he on poured, your defensive. He poured up just like Evanson did in Grand Rapids. And they just brought yeah. him up. And he never looked back. We never looked back with him, and he's been awesome. Yeah, they. I mean, they didn't wait around with him. They didn't bring him up for two games and then send him back down. And then, you know, I, I that doesn't really do much for his development. I would like to see him be be that sixth defenseman. You know, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be a day one line one guy or even a line two guy. He just needs to be, be the sixth guy, be the fifth guy, be on that third line. Let him develop. Let him learn the game because it's only going to benefit you. You know, even if he picks it up quickly, say, like you said, in March, he rolls around and he's he's killing it, you know? Yeah. I think that could definitely help, too. Um, Some youth bring in that young guy. I know. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. He's fresh. He's ready to learn. I mean, you're, you're kind of teaching him from scratch, you know? If you, zone, if you, you know, uh, hone in your defensive zone coaching and your adjustments and how you how you skate around the ice, he can probably pick that up pretty quick because he's still mm-hmm. fresh to the league, man. Um, I totally agree with you there. Um, yeah, and then speaking of the goaltenders too, we kind of touched on it already, so we won't spend too much time on this. Um, I mean, a summary, if you will, Reimer's been bad. Huso's been inconsistent and injured. We'll say that. And then Lyon was just injured too, um, leading to this poor goaltending in December. They let up 4.27 goals per game in the month of December. I know. I saw that the other day. 4.27 goals per game. Not That's, winning anything. You're not winning any hockey games with that. No, no. The fact they even won five is even like yeah. With, with all that, the offense. I mean, yeah, it's been and all the offense. Of offense, man, you can't talk about the offense without talking about our new addition, Patrick Kane, this month. Wow, I kind of before judging, I let him play, get a couple games in, get in the lineup. Kind of entered at a weird time where we had a lot of injuries, right? Yeah. Following the Senators game. And it just was a weird time for him to come in. It, it wasn't, like, perfect how we wanted it to be. We were losing. Yeah. First couple games we were losing, but you were seeing glimpses of it at the start. And then every game, it got more and more Patrick Kane showtime in Detroit, baby. Let's go. He looks so good. And I think he... He's a star on the team. He's 100% a bright spot on our team. And it's really been awesome to see. And honestly, the best move Eiserman's made 
this year was bringing 100%. him on the team. 100%. I mean, you go out and sign a guy like that to make an impact like he's doing right now. He's done everything that you've asked of him, even when the situation around him has not been the best. You know, not to the credit, really, of, of anybody other than just the injury bug, man. Guys, guys leaving time, uh, or missing time, sorry. Um, but yeah, to Brinkett and Kane, man, they've been so hot. And I mean, yeah. they're, they're a big reason why you've won, you know, why you won five games and not one or zero, you know, with that type of goaltending, Absolutely. those, those two guys alone have really been carrying the team this month. Um, but yeah. the record will show that, you know, you need some more guys to pick it up. Uh, yeah. talking about the forwards, man, how much have they been in the month of December, just shuffling everybody around? I mean, you consistently see new new trios on the on the first yeah. line i don't uh, know what see... i don't know what a coach is thinking i don't know what he's thinking I, I wish i had a better read on what he's doing that for i mean right like i mean larkin's been struggling he's not been the larkin we saw earlier where he was hot and just flying 100 miles an hour and it could have been from his injury you can kind of give him that but for how long can you Use that as an excuse. I don't want to use the injuries as an excuse for some of these guys playing soft because yeah. you need to come back from an injury. Yeah, take a game or two. They, we've given them a game or two, and they've had some good games, some bad games, good periods, bad periods, and you want to be more consistent than that. We need guys to be flying every shift, buzzing, and just jiving with each other. We just haven't really seen that enough. I think Kane and Debrinket being on the line together now, like it's almost it seems like solid. Like it's put in cement. Interesting. And it's, it's nice to see. They're they're um they're great. They they look good. They they're getting back to their old ways in Chicago. And I mean, Debrinket gets a lot of goal scoring chances, and he just can't. It's either like lift the puck up a little bit, buddy, or just hit it like it, he's getting real close, and it's it's one of those things where eventually the floodgates gonna open. And he's gonna start scoring like crazy, and I think it's only a matter of time for him. I think Kane, thirteen points in thirteen games, was it? He's yeah. What a point a night! It's been like varying in that, but like averaging a point a night. It's all the new guy. It's all you need from him. It's yeah. Perfect. Yeah, no, I speaking of, I mean, talking about, you know, the forward chemistry, I think has been another issue, uh, kind of, you know, I guess you can say with Larkin specifically too, but I mean, with just everybody that's not on Debrinket and Kane's line, the, the, the struggle in the month of December was line chemistry, line shuffling, you know, Larkin yeah. seemed to always have a, a different twosome around him. Uh, yeah. The third line was getting shuffled around. Fabry was up and down. I mean, you, you name it. Everything that was happening around Kane and Debrinket's uh, second line, if you will, um, was just very inconsistent, and it didn't lead to any chemistry. Yeah. Um, I think moving forward, you get guys healthy. Like I said with the defense, find your six guys, man. Yeah. With your for with your forwards, you know, find your find your guys, find your guys who are going to skate out there each night. For sure. Um, guys coming back is definitely going to help. That we'll be able to, um, we'll be able to get to that point. I think Lalan was just trying to mess around with what he had um, kind of because he was forced to, but kind of, kind of because I think the addition of Kane, I think they were just trying to make it work too perfectly right away. So yeah. they just gave, you know, they would move things around every single game trying to find that spark. 
And I think it takes a little bit of time when you get a new guy, uh, new guy in there. And so um, getting guys healthy on the forward line, especially is going to be, is going to be key moving forward in January. Um, But yeah, I mean, build everything around to bring in Kane, man. They Mm -hmm. are, they are, they're doing well. Um, Like you said, Larkin has been playing great. Didn't have a great game against Boston. Um, He was kind of, he was all over the ice. You could say he had, four shots on goal, but I mean, he was a minus four scored a lot when he was out on the ice. That could be due to um, the two empty netters as well. So let's take it with, take it with a grain of salt, if you will. But yeah, he was kind of, he was all over, but it didn't seem like he was, he was, he was, you know, the Larkin leader of the team, man. So hopefully Mm -hmm. moving forward, he get healthy guys around him and he can kind of take back over uh, what he was doing before, before his injury. He's the captain. We need him to be right. Lead by example. Hard and pucks, and he he was early in the year. Yeah, hundred percent. Be physical. So, be tough. Yeah. Play with some grit. Yeah. Be, take a little bit from the Detroit Lions. You know that'd be nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a little bit of that Dan Campbell I think, mentality, man. I mean, I think our third and fourth line though have looked consistent though. I mean, they're not they're not the production. They're not the production lines. hundred percent. That's just right. They're not our production lines. We don't get dirty, greasy goals enough from them like we wish we would. I'd like to see a lot more greasy goals. We don't get greasy goals that often. I know. It's not yeah. happening, and we need it to happen. Um, it's going to get tough as the season goes on to get pretty goals. And yeah. Honestly, I think Fisher's looked okay. Not great. He's had some really good games, some so-so. Think cop, cop's been pretty consistent, solid. Rasmussen's been good. Fisher, it's been good. Had some games, some bad games. Valeno, good. I think Joe Valeno is a great centerman to have on the fourth line. Yeah, you know? I, I I agree. I think he's a scorer uh, that can that can do some can damage score. on the fourth line. And, and then I think Strong with a little more skill. Strong had a little more skill. Like he's got speed, man. Skill. He's got, I see him skate on the ice. Grit. He's got speed. He gets puck battles, but he can never capitalize, man. Just like Agreed. Oh, Strong, you just did all that work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he just can't. Yeah. He can't yeah. score. Dang it. I think uh I think I think finding your bottom six is just as important as, you know, the top six. You know, yeah. it really is cuz you know, you, you look at these playoffs, lines, you look, man. if you can roll yeah. lines, it helps. It helps. Yeah. If you can, I mean, you see these playoff teams are constantly, that's what makes a playoff team is they can throw anybody out there and, you know, they may not get the scoring, but they'll get the, you know, they'll get the back checking and the forward checking. They won't get, they won't get the defense, but they'll get the offense, you know, like they balance each other out, but you see these playoff teams, man, they can roll lines one through four out there at any time. Um, So hopefully moving forward, getting guys back, we, uh, we kind of get there and get some consistency there. See the same bottom six. Let them build chemistry. Um, let them get after it, man. Yeah. Um, let's do. Uh, let's do a look ahead to the month of January. All right, man. Well, let's look ahead to tonight. We'll start tonight. Yep. San Jose, yep. ten thirty. We're recording right before this, so the podcast will hopefully be posted during or after the game. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got San Jose tonight. I'm excited. And I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of things. Yeah. I want us to play like how we played against Boston. Tighten mm-hmm. up on defense. And let's get back to how we started the season. Hard on pucks. Four check, back check, 
paycheck, baby. Let's go. Let's do it, dude. Let's go. Because, I mean, this would be a perfect a perfect get-right spot for them. Because you can say San Jose beat them the first time, sure. But San Jose's at the bottom of the standings, man. They're not a good team. So you think, oh, this is a winnable game. Well, now you got to travel across the country and play at 1030 at night. So they got they still got some things going against them, even though you could say Detroit should overwhelm them. So they got some elements to face here. So I'm really eager to see how they come out. This would look be a what perfect last time we played them. Look what happened last time. Yeah, last exactly. They they can definitely beat us. They already showed it this year. Four goal lead. Yeah, I mean, this would be a perfect game where I would love to see the Red Wings get their first win of the season. Score. I mean, if they scored three goals and held, this would be a perfect game to hold them to one, hold them to two. This would be a perfect game to mitigate shots on goal, block shots as your defense mm-hmm. as a defenseman. Uh, have Lyon have Lyon have a couple of big saves. This would be a perfect game for that. Because um, I think I mean, you know, traveling is not easy, man, across the country. Um, yeah, like I said, San Jose is not a great team, but you still got some things going against you. Um, looking ahead to the rest of the month too, um, thirteen games in thirty days. It's going to be a busy month. Um, seven at home, seven on the road. They do have a couple brutal road stretches. Um, this one right here. They're in the West Coast for three games, um, two winnable games for sure. You, I mean, I think even the uh, LA Kings game is winnable too, um, but that's a tough Absolutely. matchup. It's a then tough you, matchup, but the, I think the Wings when they were yeah. on the game, they beat Boston twice. They we split with Boston for the year. We can beat we can beat good teams. Yeah, but we're definitely just, capable. But we just need to tighten up on a lot of areas for sure. Yeah, a lot of things to fix still. Um, they have a lot of tough matchups. So, I mean, to your point, they're going to be tested a lot. This is a good time as yeah. guys get healthy to kind of cement cement your, your resume for the playoffs. If you want it, this is the month to earn it, I think, right before the All-Star break. Yes, 100%. You're right. This is the month to earn it. We're going to be playing a lot of divisional games. Yeah. We got Florida. We got Toronto. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to – we got Tampa Bay. We have Senators. These are these are must-win games for us if we mm-hmm. want to stay in the talk. Yeah. We want to stay in in reach of the playoffs. We have to go on a win streak here. Yeah. We need to get we need to get a positive win streak going. Yeah, totally agreed. Um, a lot of tough matchups, as you said, too. So it's going to be fun to see how how they can kind of get their game going as guys get healthy this month. Um, they go. They do go on a on a home stand at the end of the month too. So a lot of home games. We know they can definitely beat anybody at home for sure. We know that. Yes, um, sir. So hopefully, you know, I think it's Tampa Bay, Dallas. Um, uh, they place Edmonton at, at home, L.A. Uh, the Kings at home. So tough matchups at home that are definitely winnable because we know they can beat anybody. Um, so get through those brutal road stretches. You know, to, like you said, they go to Toronto, to Florida. Um, and then to Carolina, I believe. And then you come back home, finish the month strong right before the All-Star break. Um, one thing I'd like to see them build, man, start building some consistency. Skate the same skate the same guys out there. Find your personnel. You know, like I said earlier, your, your top six is just as important as your bottom six and your forward lines. Find the consistency in defense. Let the two guys, uh, let the same two guys play with each other. Develop chemistry. Spread the wealth a little bit. Don't let Mo and... Uh, and Wallman skate out there for 24 minutes against the number one line on the other team. Take the pressure off of them a little bit. Let these bottom four guys on your defense kind of build chemistry, man. I think that's the big thing for the month of January. Start establishing some consistency in your play and in the guys you roll out there. I like it, man. 
you know, let's go Red Wings. Thanks for yeah, tuning in to another yeah. uh, sports podcast. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We love the feedback. We love all the love we've been getting. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, just subscribe, like, yeah. share, comment, all those yeah. good things. And yep, check us out. We got all the Lions, all the Pistons uh, content that you need. Um, Lions looking hot right now. Well, tough one against Dallas, but they look good going what into a, the playoffs. What a robbery. Um, what, a, what a robbery. But, yeah, subscribe to the channel, guys. Go uh, like, comment the video. Uh, like he said, we'd love to see you, see you guys down there talking about it. Let us, know, um, let us know some of your solutions, you think, or some of the problems in December. Give us some feedback, what you guys think. We love looking at them. So, um, on that note, we'll end it there. Um, that's Tobin. I'm Kyle. This has been the Red Wings edition of the Great Lakes Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.